Hey, y'all. What can you learn from the failings of other people in culture work? That's what we're talking about today. Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and come froms in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. I am so grateful to be with you all again today. Thank you for listening uh, and engaging. So over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to share uh, some, I guess I'm calling them failed lessons. And these failed lessons are not necessarily things that I have failed at um, personally, but they seem to be uh, consistent, uh, consistent failures that are happening, uh, with people that I work with. Now, let me define what I mean by, uh, failures, because I don't want to get too far into this, but usually something is a failure when, uh, you know, a strategy that you haven't tried yet, but that you've determined that won't work. Um, or something that you have tried one time and maybe it didn't go well. Uh, and then you have determined, particularly in culture work, that either it doesn't work or you are going to give up because you didn't like the way that it feels. Uh, one of the things that comes to mind as I say that is, you know, there are many people who really want to engage in culture work, in conversations about diversity, in conversations about uh, culture as it relates to ethnicity. And there is a big fear. Some of you listening right now, you have a, a big fear still of just having a conversation, just asking a question, just sharing an insight because of what you perceive might come back at you. Or maybe you tried once to get involved uh, in a conversation and somebody told you that they didn't want to hear from you. Or uh, maybe they told you that, you know, they didn't want to hear about your experience or even tried to deny your experience or tell you that you're crazy. And because of that experience, it has made you want to go and hide and cower in a corner somewhere. And you have determined from that uh, one interaction with someone that maybe conversations don't work. Uh, Maybe it's too hard. Maybe you don't know what to say or how to engage and you just shouldn't. 
and and then you've determined that therefore um, you will you will continue to say nothing. The failure in that comes from thinking that just because one interaction went poorly, that all of them will go poorly. That might sound a little intense for some of you, but that would be an example of a failure in culture work. I said this to a group that I was training uh, this morning, and that is if you are in the place where you are still afraid to speak up and to speak out, to engage in conversations about race because they make you uncomfortable or scared or nervous, Um, if you have tried once or maybe even twice and got your hand slapped, I just want to uh, encourage you in a way that that's the gig. Um, That is what happens. That's normal. Uh, If I should say it that way, that's normal because these conversations are not easy. This work is hard. And so uh, the reason I say, I mean, that'll either encourage you or discourage you today. But I want to tell you that because that way, when it happens, you won't be surprised. But you will know that when those things happen to you, hopefully that you have a community of people that you can run back to who will, you know, hug you up, so to speak, (laughs) tell you everything is okay, patch you back up and push you back out into the game. That's what we need. We all need that. And so a failure would be to just stop talking about it just because you had one bad experience. So in my work with individuals, as well as uh, companies, teams of people, there are several things that are recurring. They keep coming up. And this is why on the podcast today, I wanted to share these things with you because I think they're worthy to be shared. And so that for those of you listening, uh, that you can have a heads up that you may be tempted and, and I may be tempted to lean into these things. And I want to let you know um, that they can be failures. Today, I want to talk to you about this idea of teams and leaders saying, we don't want to communicate too much about diversity. We don't want to communicate too much about diversity. Most of my clients that I'm working with right now are from the white American community. They are business leaders. They are organizational leaders. They are faith leaders. They are people who have the power platform, the influence to make real change in the world. And usually if someone comes to me and wants me to work with them about uh, trying to change the culture, you know, trying to uh, make sure that their policies and their procedures are, are 
good and healthy for all people, you know, that they want to make change at the highest levels of their organization because there's a lack of diversity. I have found that in most particularly uh, white American organizations, and this is generalization, but for the sake of argument, uh, and my clientele, many times uh, (laughs) they think that communicating about culture and diversity is just too much. Almost that, you know, certainly people don't want to talk about this all the time. One of the first strategies I start to employ when I'm working with a team or an organization is communication. Because the goal is to normalize conversation and communication around diversity. Conversation and communication is a practice. You get better and better at it over time, but if you never lean into it, if you never devise a plan for communication, you will constantly be stuck in this this cycle of fear fear of saying something fear of wondering how what what other people are thinking fear of you know is my communication perfect and i want to let you know that in this time that we live in and when this is uh this podcast is recorded in 2021 there's a couple things that you have to know particularly if you are a white american organization uh, that your leaders at the top are white american and that is is that You need to begin communicating about diversity. You need to begin communicating about the cultural work that is taking place within your organization or your business. Let people know what's going on. Particularly this last year, you know, my uh, my business shot up uh, just because of all the things that were happening around the protests and uh, the response to the murder of George Floyd and. there was a lot and we are we are in a time right now where if you are the leader of an organization that people expect you to communicate about something and so this failure of saying uh we don't want to communicate too much i want to offer this to you that um it's possible that you haven't been communicating anything so the idea that you would be communicating too much uh, is very low. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the chance that you're going to over-communicate about things that matter, about diversity and culture, is very low. And even if you were to communicate with people weekly in your organization about culture and diversity... Even if you sent uh, an email or did a podcast or did something on your company's website, two or three lines of something that was important to you as a leader and important to the company around diversity work, making sure that people that work in your organization or serve in your organization feel like there is, that somebody's thinking about them, that there is space being made, that there are attempts Uh, that there's work being done towards making sure that people 
that serve in a community or work in an organization can be physically safe and psychologically safe, you can't over-communicate about that. It is a failure to think that because you begin communicating about culture work, going from zero to a little bit, that somehow you're going to wreck the work or take a step back because you're communicating too much. I just want to let you know that is an old framework. That is an old framework. We are inundated with information here uh, in this time that we live in. That's not always a, a good thing, by the way. But what I can tell you in my expertise is that people do consume things that matter to them. And right now, culture work matters. In a time of... Uh, deconstruction in a time where people are starting to poke uh, the ways that they have seen the world and and even in your business if people are trying to, to ask the question now you know are we safe are we making room for all people are we are we clear about how people are promoted in this business and and how they are picked and and all of these things in a time of uh redefining what things mean as a leader, you need to communicate. And I want to encourage you not to fall into the trap of we might be communicating too much. It's an old paradigm. And I see it as a failure um, of so many people that I come in contact with that are so afraid of saying anything about culture work, uh, so afraid of normalizing um, the conversations around culture and diversity, that what happens is it's becoming uh, sort of an event-oriented communication. And this is what we don't want to do, and this is part of the failure, is we don't want to keep waiting for awful things to happen in the world before we will communicate about the things that actually matter to us. You know, when things, when awful things happen in the world, uh, I think people want to know that their leaders are communicating with them because it matters to them, not just because something awful happened. We need to normalize these conversations because here's the thing. If you're not sure, if you are a white American leader in particular, you have to understand that non-white people talk about culture and race all the time. It's just part of who we are. It's part of how we grow up. It's part of our story. It's, it's part of our vernacular. And here's the thing to remember. Please hear me here. The thing to remember is, is that it's not always negative. And so for you, if you haven't had conversation or are used to talking about culture, for you to all of a sudden start talking about it, I get the fact that it feels very unnatural to you and it can feel uh, very disconcerting and you're unsure about whether uh, that's what should happen. But I'm telling you now that uh, it will mean more to people if you just start communicating because we're not uncomfortable with it. Non-white people aren't, aren't uncomfortable with it particularly if it's curious and it's honoring and it's towards mission and it's inclusive, 
that actually helps, uh, uh, that, that feels familiar to us. Because see, we talk about race and, and culture all the time. It's not always negative. In fact, about 20% of it maybe is negative, maybe. The rest of the 80% is appreciation and celebration and jokes and laughter and a sense of pride in our ancestors and uh, what we're, we've been able to accomplish. We talk about these things too. And I think what people are asking for is just a normalization of culture work. So I want to encourage you today. That's just a, a lesson that, that I'm seeing uh, with people I work with for sure. Uh, and a lesson that those of you that listen to me, I don't want you to fall into this trap of being afraid to communicate, particularly if you're a leader and you are responsible to be uh, leading people, whether your company, your organization, your church, whatever it is, if you're leading people along, um, you need to communicate with them. Trust me, going from zero to something won't be exhaustive for the people in your organization. So lean in today. Communicate. Communicate often. In fact, here, here is the story that I would like people in your organization to tell. I want the story to go around that people are so sick and tired of hearing you communicate about how uh, how intentional you are being about culture work that finally they're just like, we get it. We get it. You think culture work, diversity work is important. That is the story that I want getting around in your organization. The, the story that I don't want you to fall into is, oh my gosh, our organization doesn't say anything. What the heck is going on around here? I want you to choose the other. I want you to choose the story where people are asking you, please stop communicating. I feel, uh, I feel too seen. How about that? I feel too seen. I feel too heard. That's, that is the story. That is the communication that I want to get out. So don't be tempted uh, to lean into this. This is a failure of leadership to not communicate. And I want to encourage you, those of you that are listening to me, don't fall into that trap. Lean in tell good stories about the good work that you were doing because it is worth it. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week.